0: You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, hello and welcome to Sealed Section, the podcast that answers the sex questions that you're too afraid to ask your mates. I'm Chantelle Otten, I'm a sexologist and a dog mum to my beautiful sausage dog sauce. Since this podcast started, we've been getting a heap of questions, but the most common ones we've been receiving, well, they're all about postpartum sex, and I'm not surprised. It's an incredibly common and important problem. Once you've gone through the process of giving birth and looking after a literal human, the last thing you can want to do is have sex. But a baby is not the end of your sex life. Sex and parenthood is really, really interesting. It's about when three threatens two. And I know this is a bit of an irony. But sex makes babies and babies can often spell the erotic disaster for a lot of couples. It's a bit of a fatal blow. But many people and many couples will trace the demise of their erotic life back to the arrival of their first child. I think one of the problems is when we have kids, there are a whole lot of things that happens to our bodies. You know, it's not uncommon for our bodies to get a lot of trauma occurring through the birth of the child. And that might be through vaginal birth or through cesarean, but a lot of the time it can be a bit of a process for our bodies to recover. There can also be physical pain, which is a real factor when it comes to sex post-birth. You know, their bodies are going through extreme measures when you're having a child. And if there is pain after the birthing process, then it's something that needs to be addressed. It's also something that is super. Common. There are many different reasons for postpartum sexual pain, such as a lack of vaginal lubrication or trauma to the vagina, there might be prolapse or tightness in the pelvic floor. And pain can act as an indicator that something else is going on, or it can be a bit of a protective mechanism to prevent the body from experiencing any further trauma. So if you have experienced sexual pain, I recommend that you stop. All forms of vaginal penetration and focus on outer course. You also need to go see a pelvic floor physiotherapist and a sexologist to make sure that we can fix your sexual pain concerns. Another few things that can happen after childbirth is your partner watching the birth of their baby and therefore seeing everything down there. This can cause extreme insecurities for a lot of mothers and cause them to feel like they won't be attractive again to their partners. So I want to talk about how to tackle this fear a little bit too. Childbirth, no matter what method of delivery, has a significant impact on the mother's body. Understand that all these feelings are super, super normal. And It's a very good idea to have a positive approach to addressing these insecurities and help repair the relationship that you have with your body from the late stages of pregnancy into the postpartum period. Celebrate and thank your body for all it has done for you because you did grow a little baby in there and you do have a beautiful baby in your arms now. Practice self-compassion, be kind to yourself and make time for the little things that make you feel good, such as wearing a beautiful maternity bra or having a beautiful bath with some Epsom salts in there, or even just rubbing some lotions and potions on your skin to having clean hair. All of these things are about celebrating you and your body, not about the child or about the other parents. Additionally, I want you to have a conversation with your partner about how you're feeling. Don't hide it away, babe, because it's better to be out and open and vulnerable so that they can get on the same team as you. Don't worry about any insecurities or concerns. The chances are your partner is absolutely amazed and in awe of what your body is capable of and the beautiful baby that you have given them. And they'll want to make sure that you're feeling like your best self as soon as possible. Now, lastly, we do need to talk about the boobs. The boobs, they probably don't match anymore. They might be engorged. They might be pretty sore. They might be leaky and exceptionally sensitive and not in a good way. They're not there for fun. They are there to be giving life to your baby. And for any mamas who are self-conscious about how their boobs may look during sex What can we do to get some flattering positions in there? And what can we do to make you feel more comfortable? Now remember that each experience is individual. So it's important to experiment in the bedroom with how you feel most comfortable. So any positions that take pressure off the breasts, such as lying on your back or on your side with your partner behind you, may not only look more flattering, but may also help with leaking that may occur. Additionally, getting some beautiful lingerie that can help cover the areas that make you feel self-conscious, whilst making you still feel sexy is super important and also creating some boundaries around your boobies if you feel like they're being tugged and sucked on day in and day out and they're red raw and they're sore and they're sensitive maybe it's just a good idea to steer away from them for a little bit you know you're welcome to keep them to yourself I think that it's also important to talk about how you feel after severe sleep deprivation. You know, you've got your sore nipples, you've got engorged boobs, and you've had some pretty heavy nights. A lot of people feel really guilty that they're unable to find their mojo after this. They're trying to find their mojo for their partner's sake. I am just letting you know, you don't have to be sexy during this time. You are faced with an extreme amount of change in a very short amount of time. And it's super normal to experience a downward shift in libido during the postpartum period. Just be kind to yourself. Communicate with your partner about how you're feeling. If penetration is off the table and desire is like a very foreign concept to you at the moment, maybe focus on just having some intimate touches, some hugs, some kisses, lying next to each other, holding hands, eye gazing, anything to foster that emotional connection and intimacy again. Remember that the newborn phase is only temporary and your libido will return alongside your hormones, alongside feeling good and hopefully some sleep. But don't put pressure on yourself to have to perform. I think that's one thing that I see a lot of new mums doing, feeling like they have to be at the place that they were prior to having a kid very, very quickly. And I'm just encouraging you to take your time and go gently. So I have two kids. After the first one, there was no issues, C-sections both of them. Second one was horrendous because... I pretty much had been doing pelvic floor exercises wrong the entire pregnancy. Instead of actually helping me afterwards, it actually made one side of my pelvic floor too tight and any kind of sex was ridiculously uncomfortable. Like I had to go to a physio and she had to actually help me loosen the muscles and her advice was pretty much take it slow and just try and have sex and let your husband help you to loosen it up a little bit. So that took about a year and now things finally back to normal and it's probably pretty regularly that we have sex maybe three four times a week so yeah definitely different experiences for both pregnancies okay so we have our first question in today since the birth of our son almost five years ago my fiance shows little to no interest in sex it was a traumatic birth, with complications, and I suffered from postnatal depression afterwards due to it. I know that he struggles with all of that, and has even said it's not fair on me that our relationship lacks physical intimacy. I've communicated with him about how much intimate moments mean to me, even just an impromptu cuddle or make-out session, especially after the physical changes that come with having a child. Is there any way to rekindle that sex flame with him or should I continue going at it solo after dark? Now, my love, this is such a common question. To me, it sounds like not only have you gone through a lot, but I think your partner has actually gone through a lot as well. And they might need a little bit of guidance from someone who isn't you on how to get back in the game. If you had a traumatic birth with complications and you suffered with your mental health after your baby, then your partner might have really been in survival mode for quite a while. They might've also thought that they were going to lose you. That can be super traumatic for them. And he might not have had the space or time to really reflect on that experience for himself and how that makes him feel. I would be curious to know if there are any other areas of his life that you notice are just not up to what they used to be. You know, maybe he's feeling a little bit off or flat in other areas. It sounds like he might need a little bit of a helping hand to get back into the space. Another thing that I think of is when you have children, children become the adventure. They're the novelty, When you're a couple, you're the surprise. Your partner's the surprise. You're unpredictable. You try and keep it mysterious and fun and adventurous. But when you have kids, they become the unpredictable. They become the unknown. And you as parents become that stable ground, that foundation. You need to be steady and you replace the wine in your fridge with milk. You know, you're getting safety seats in the back of your car. You're providing a level of security for the family. And it calls on that real caretaking part of us, which is very much opposite to the erotic side of us. This happens to everyone. It's not gender specific. It's basically that after having children, being erotic becomes way more difficult because everything that eroticism thrives on is everything that family life is a defense against. So if you need to be erotic, you need to be mysterious, you need to have imagination, there needs to be curiosity, fun, you know, creativity there. And If you have a family life, then you need to be consistent. There needs to be repetition, structure, stability, and routine. You're not having that erotic tension that you might have had before having a child. So what you actually need to do is really chat to your partner. And it sounds to me like you need to write him a letter and just say, what I want to do is really get back to pleasure and connection. I want to start to learn how to maintain an erotic gaze after having kids. How can we come back to the two of us and how do we start creating the spark together again? Because at the end of the day, as you know, your kids are going to grow up and they're going to leave and it's going to be the two of you at home and we need to make sure there's some erotic energy there. And I'm not talking about frequency and performance and length of it all. I'm talking about how you maintain it. I'm talking about how you create it together. Your partner needs to be on board with this, but it also sounds like your partner might need to get a little bit off his chest and might need a little bit of a helping hand from a sexologist to be able to get back to that place where he is feeling good and he can get back to his erotic self again. So I encourage you to seek out some professional help and I wish you the best of luck. So the next question that we have is how can I connect with myself sexually after having two kids? My libido is low, but I want to connect with my partner and get back into the sack with him. Well, I feel you, babe. (laughs) I think there's a lot of parents out there that feel you as well. They're just not sure how to get erotic again. So I want to know what you're doing for sexual self-care first and foremost. And I'm going to give you a few suggestions. Have you taken the time to self-pleasure after you've had your kids? What about even just being nude and having a place where your kids are not allowed to go? Maybe that means putting a lock on your door or on your bathroom door so that you have some time and space. What about standing in front of a mirror and having a look at your beautiful new body? It might look a little bit different to how it did before you had kids, but it's still an incredible body and it has achieved so much. I also want you to think about what sex means to you. Not why you do it, you know, you might do it because you feel like you need to or because your partner wants it, but what it actually means. Is it about pleasure? Is it about connection? Is it about having orgasms? Is it about erogenous play? I want you to think about what it means to you and then also think about what you can do to take steps forward to put the accelerator on your desire. That might mean taking some time out for yourself or making some arrangements for the kids to be taken care of. It's about giving... I guess a little bit more aliveness to yourself and to the couple as well. So remember that your kids are going to be okay. They're going to be looked after. It's actually about you making sure that you're setting yourself up for happiness and for sexual curiosity as well. Maybe you need to purchase some new sex toys or get some new lubricants. Or maybe you need to watch some porn together or revisit some old sexy texts that you used to Send to your partner or maybe even just have a conversation and say you know what it's been a little bit of a while but I'm going to try and get back to my sexual self again please don't laugh at me I'm going to be putting myself out on a whim here it might be a little bit awkward but it's going to become our new normal again and I'm really looking forward to getting back to a place where I feel alive and erotic with you. After my first baby, we had sex again after two weeks. I didn't know there was a rule for no sex until six weeks and I felt ready. I wanted to be on top for the first time so I had control and there were no requests from my husband at all. It was my idea. I had had a vaginal delivery with no tears or stitches and it was great. I finished and I enjoyed myself. After my second was born, we waited until about four weeks, but that was only because my son was really unwell and I honestly didn't even think about it. Between the NICU, pumping, everything was too hard and even my husband said that it wasn't on his mind. I suggested it at about four weeks postpartum and all was fine. Actually, it was great. And for our last question today, I gave birth to my daughter six months ago. I'm a first time mum, vaginal birth with an episiotomy. I waited about eight weeks before my very patient husband and I got back to it and it was painful on entry. After a few other attempts spaced out over a few weeks, it got better, but I still don't feel the same. My clitoris is sensitive and feels numb and so does everything else inside me. I have arrived at the destination more than once, but it's a lot more difficult. We can do oral, but again, it takes me ages and I really have to concentrate. Will I ever go back to normal or am I stuck with a half strength feelings in my A, C and G spots? What a great question. So... First of all, it sounds to me like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to get back to a place that you were prior to having kids. I mean, it also sounds like you gave birth not long ago. Six months ago is not very long, my love. And I think that you need to go gently with yourself and take some time. An episiotomy is a surgical procedure and you have probably got some stitches down there. And I imagine if you had sex and it was painful, you've developed a little bit of a pain response in your brain. You've conditioned yourself to be wary of the pain, your body might be tensing up, and it might be a bit of a disconnection between mind and body. That's what it sounds like to me. So what I want you to do is actually take some time, not to get back to where you were, but to get to a different place. I want you to strip back sex a little bit. Start with touching each other in the bedroom maybe twice or three times a week for 20 minutes where your partner focuses purely on touching your body but is not allowed to touch your erogenous zones. So I want your partner to stay away from your boobies, from your genitals and from your bum. And I want them to feel around the rest of your body. So the nape of your neck, the small of your back, the inner thighs, your feet, your legs, You know, take some time to actually explore the pleasure in those areas and I want you to give them feedback and I don't want you to go anywhere near the genitals and not take it to the next step here. It's actually just about enjoying your body in the moment. After three weeks of doing this or four weeks, then you're allowed to touch each other's genitals. This is all a process called sensate focus. It's a practice that we use often in sexology because it's really about rediscovering your sexual self. And a lot of couples do this. In stage two, you're allowed to touch the genitals and you're allowed to come to orgasm, but there's no penetration involved. And I want you to still incorporate stage one where you're touching the rest of the body and not rushing straight to these erogenous zones because I think what we need to do is just get your mind connected back with pleasure again rather than getting connected back with goals because a few things that stood out to me from your question are my very patient husband, it's painful, I need to get back to it, I've arrived at the destination, it all sounds very goal-orientated to me. The last stage, so after doing stage two for three weeks or so, is stage three, and that's when you're allowed to have penetration. But again, I want you to incorporate all the things from stage one and two into the game. Have some fun. Make sure you've got some lubricants. Make sure you're taking it pretty slow. Get some sexy music on and make sure you're feeling really comfortable in the bedroom before you go and have any intercourse at all. Take your time, connect your mind with your body, be mindful about where pleasure is in your body, and don't focus on this goal of having an orgasm or having penetration. If you are still struggling after taking it slow and stripping back your sex life, then that's absolutely what someone like myself is here for. It's our jobs to connect you back with the new type of sex that you're having. So remember that you don't have to have an expectation to have it the same as prior to having a baby, but you do need to just realign and focus on pleasure rather than focusing on any goal-orientated type of sex. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted questions around this incredibly important and sensitive topic. And I hope I've been of some help. If you have any tips around postpartum sex or any types of comments, you can email us at podcasts at mamamia.com.au Or you can leave a message on our pod phone at 028999-9386 or DM me at Chantelle underscore Otten underscore sexologist. Next week, we're delving into the complicated topic of sex with vaginismus and endometriosis and how trauma can intersect with that. Join us then. This episode was produced by Emmeline Peterson. See you next time.